He might go to a Super Bowl contender, or he might return to where it all started. That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. Welcome into the Friday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Shue, we're back with you once again. Hope everybody is having a great start to their Friday, a great start to the end of the work week. Odell Beckham Jr., the topic for today's show is his signing is probably right around the corner. Reports there that he wants to make a decision by the end of the month. Let's talk about where he might go, why teams might be interested, and just my overall curiosity on this entire situation because I think it's a pretty good case study uh, for these things moving forward. But before we do that, got to tell you about our friends over at Bet on Basketball is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all of your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. They're always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. Head on over to BetOnline.ag to join, and you're going to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. You just got to make Make sure you use our promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to receive your rewards bet online where the game starts and odo beckham jr's free agency that has you know carried over into the regular season because of the injury that he suffered in the super bowl he knew everyone knew he was not going to be ready for the start of the season a good portion of the season everybody knew that signing him was going to be that version of a trade deadline acquisition and it's one of my least favorite things that that teams do in sports and baseball this happens a lot where if a guy gets hurt and he's not on the team and then the team brings him back at the trade deadline or right after the trade deadline and they return from their injury they're like oh it's like we acquired this player no that person was on the roster that person was somebody that you factored into your plans well this is a example of getting somebody and making an addition after the trade deadline or after an opportunity in free agency to make your team that actually can make an impact on your football team Odell Beckham Jr., we've seen the reports. Adam Schefter reported on Sunday. Uh, Odell Beckham's trying to wind down these teams and wants to sign by the end of the month. There's obviously the holiday next week that probably is going to expedite this process. And there are a bunch of teams that could be in the mix. And according to Schefter, those teams are the Dallas Cowboys, the Bills, the Giants. And then you've got teams like the Chiefs and the 49ers. Now, I think there's an obvious reason why the Giants are on on that list. And these other teams are Super Bowl contenders. And I'm so fascinated by how these negotiations are going to go down. Because if you look at this, let's look at this from two perspectives. Let's look at this from the perspective of Odo Beckham Jr. And then we can look at it from the perspective of each of these different teams. Because I think it might be a little different in some cases. From Odell Beckham Jr.'s perspective, he obviously was a main reason why the Rams had their run to the Super Bowl. He played an integral part into the success of this offense, made some incredible catches in that Super Bowl before he got hurt. He was a difference maker for that football team. He helped them get to a Super Bowl championship. And so that talent is still there. If not for an injury, he was probably going to be in the consideration for the Super Bowl MVP, was going to get a big payday for the way that he played uh, with the Rams. This was going to be him cashing in in a big way, and the team was going to dole out some dollars for Odell Beckham Jr. So from his perspective, even though that process has been delayed a little bit, I still think he's looking for a multi-year deal. I don't think he's looking to sign a one-year short-term deal to make another Super Bowl run and then have to prove that that knee is healthy, have to prove that he's ready to go in order to cash in for a bigger payday down the road. And so 
you think he's going to go into these negotiations asking the Cowboys, the Bills, the Giants, the Chiefs, and the 49ers, hey, I don't want just a deal for this year. I want a deal for two years. I want a deal for three years. I want to be able to parlay that success that I just had into a contract. Yes, it's a little delayed. It's not necessarily in the offseason, but that's the direction that I want to go in. And for all of these teams, you look at this and you say, man, a player of the caliber of Odo Beckham Jr. is never around at this point of year. If they are, they get cut because of a situation with another team. It didn't didn't work out. Situation wasn't great. And then they go on waivers. And so you maybe don't have an opportunity to, to snag that guy. This is an open free-for-all. And it's just so fascinating to see how teams are going to approach this. Because a team like the New York Giants, that's a reunion of where Odell got to start. That's a reunion of where Odell made his first claim to fame in the National Football League. But it's also a team that's not going anywhere this season, relatively. They're 7-2. and two. They're trying to make the playoffs. Do we really still, even at 7-2, and two, put the Giants in that upper echelon of Super Bowl contenders? No, but I will tell you that 7-2 and two starts probably helping the New York Giants a little bit in these negotiations because Odell might look at them and say, man, they're 7-2. and two. I can add to that. That wide receiver room isn't very good. I can really help that team. I can go back to where it all started. I can kind of make some amends. I can kind of rewrite the way that that story ended, and I can help the Giants find success again in New York in the playoffs. That can be very enticing. I'm not surprised they're on the list. And then you look at the Cowboys, the Bills, the Chiefs, and the 49ers. These are teams that are in that mix for the Super Bowl. They're in that mix before the season. Now, during the season, they're in the Super Bowl. The Bills, a team that everyone thinks could be a Super Bowl favorite. The Chiefs, a team that everyone thinks is a Super Bowl favorite. The 49ers, a team that's already been active in doing things. I think all of these teams look at it differently. Do the Bills feel comfortable giving out a multi-year contract? Do the Chiefs feel comfortable giving out a multi-year contract? Do the 49ers, the Cowboys, are these teams willing to go that extra mile? And this is where that game of chicken, that game of who wants to blink first, could come into play. Because maybe the Chiefs, and I'm just using these teams as an example because these are the teams that we have. I don't know any of this information. But let's say the Chiefs don't want to give him a multi-year deal, and the Bills do, but the Chiefs really want him. Now you play into this game of pitting teams against each other in order to get the most, and that's a benefit to Odell Beckham Jr. And so I am just so fascinated to see how this all plays out because all the teams on the list are teams that are in the playoff picture. We know that that Odell Beckham Jr. has taken teams off of his list because of the way that they're playing this season, the Rams and the Packers. So a return to the Rams like everybody thought, that's off the table because they're not playing very well. The Packers, who just lost last night to drop the 4-7, and seven, they're probably even further down the list than they were before. But Odell Beckham Jr. wants a long-term deal. He does not want to have to take a prove-it deal, even though he's coming off two ACL tears to the same knee. He wants to cash in on what he did last season. And so which team checks that box of probably being willing to give the long-term deal and also checks the box of being in a win-now team. You know, folks, uh, the the fun part of doing this podcast today is I knew going in that I didn't have a, a set answer for this, and I wanted to explore it with everybody because I truly don't know how these teams are going to value Odo Beckham Jr. Are these teams going to be so adamant in the sense of we don't want to give Odell Beckham Jr. a multi-year deal because one, we don't know, because there's different factors to this, right? One, we don't know how quickly he's going to be able to recover from the injury, right? The injury happened in the Super Bowl. The ACL injury now comes back. Does it take him a couple weeks to get into the flow of football? Hasn't done anything. Has not been doing anything. Yes, he's been rehabbing. Yes, he's been getting ready to play football again. But you would really be making this move in the hopes 
right? You would be making this move in the hopes that when the playoffs come around, that he is at 100%. And that the regular season games that he could or could not play for you would be his version of a training camp of a preseason. And expecting him to make an impact in the regular season probably feels a little bit foolish. And so you would be making this move for a four-game stretch, a three-game stretch, whatever that playoffs would be. And so are you comfortable giving him a one-year deal, paying him that kind of money for a three-game stretch? So you have that part of it. How much are you going to be able to get from him here this season? And what does that recovery from the injury look like? And two, if are you comfortable giving him a long-term deal knowing that you don't know what that injury recovery is going to look like? You don't know how quickly he's going to be up to speed, and you don't know if he's going to be the same player. And so you'd be paying him for a three-game stretch this year and then giving him an extra year down the road. This is the conundrum that I think teams are debating. And that's why this is maybe taking a little bit longer than anticipated because I think teams are weighing the pros and cons of if he doesn't want a one-year deal, are we comfortable going to, two, going to a two-year or a three-year deal, multi-year contract, and paying him that money when we don't know? When we don't know what he's going to be able to give us this season and we don't know what he's going to be down the road. That's the risk you run. And there are teams that like to keep that, that cap flexibility there are teams that like to have options at their disposal. And do teams really want to make a commitment now to a player for next year without knowing what that player is going to be? When you look at the Buffalo Bills, I don't even know if they have the cap room. They'd have to make some magic to be able to sign them just for a one-year deal this year. I think they only have about a million dollars in cap space. I was talking to Joe Marino about this the other day. That they don't really have the cap space to be able to do this. The Cowboys, listen, the Cowboys are good. The Cowboys are in the mix. And it's Jerry Jones. You add all those factors together, you can understand why Odell is interested, why Jerry and the Cowboys might be interested. It just makes sense from both sides. The opportunity for Odell to be pitted against the New York Giants is certainly a fun little storyline, a fun little wrinkle to all of this. So yeah, that one's certainly enticing. The Kansas City Chiefs, we know the efforts that they have put in the last couple of seasons in order to increase their wide receiver room. They've traded Tyreek Hill, so they were looking in that regard to make it, make additions. Odell would be a nice little... Because, listen, they're, they're doing pretty well with their with their offense right now. They, they, receivers are playing pretty well. But adding an Odell Beckham Jr. could be a difference maker. The team that really stands out to me, and this might be a shock, the San Francisco 49ers really strike a chord with me. They're not in the position playoff-wise... As those other teams, they're certainly not in the playoff position-wise. The Buffalo Bills are. They're certainly not in the position the Chiefs are. The Giants even have a better record than them. But I look at the San Francisco 49ers in this regard. They're a Super Bowl contender. They play in a very creative offense with a head coach that is going to get him involved. Could you imagine adding Odell Beckham Jr. to Debo Samuel, to Brandon Ayuk, to Christian McCaffrey, to everything that they're doing, a steady-handed quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo, I wonder how different this, this would be if Trey Lance was the quarterback and they were in this spot and it was a bit of an up-and-down roller coaster. But here is where it might get interesting. They pay Debo Samuel, so do they want to give the long-term contract to Odo Beckham Jr.? I'm not sure. But what I do know, this team has been aggressive. You can disagree with the move that they made. You can disagree with the draft capital that was given up. But this team put their chips in the middle and they traded for Christian McCaffrey. And they traded for Christian McCaffrey to have for this year and beyond. They have put their chips in the middle to use this window right now to try to win a Super Bowl. So if you're already all in, if the chips are already in the middle, you don't think adding Odell Beckham Jr. to that window wouldn't help you? And you don't think you're the team? Because listen, you've already taken risks. You gave up all that draft capital for Christian McCaffrey. 
What's 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 some dollars? What's a two-year contract to Odell Beckham Jr. to try to really push you over the top offensively, to really complement your defense, to really be able to ignite this thing and send the 49ers on their way to try to go to another Super Bowl? See, they feel the team that would be most willing to take on the risk of a two-year, multi-year contract. And that might be why I sway in that direction. Now, I will tell you, the other team that would rank number two on that list, the New York Giants. Because they're a team that's just starting their window. I don't even think the window's open yet. What they're doing right now, they're doing just waving at the window. They're looking out the window, waving at everybody, hanging out. But they're still there. They're still hanging out. They're still playing good football. They're, they're, they're ahead of the curve. And for them to stay ahead of the curve, to continue to go in the direction that they're going in, because, oh, by the way, they're doing this with potentially one of the worst wide receiver cores in all of football. They could offer the long-term partnership. They have a need at the position. They have the cap space. They need wide receivers. Odell's been there. He's played there. He's handled New York relatively well. And I wonder if going away would let him handle it a little bit better this time around. I think the coaching infrastructure is a lot better. I think the organizational infrastructure is a lot better. And so there's a really good fit there. And so it's funny to me that the two teams that I immediately are drawn to are the two teams that from a team-building perspective, from a Super Bowl contendership perspective, wouldn't be the two teams that you would pick from this list right away in Buffalo and Kansas City. But I worry about those teams' willingness to go beyond one year. And if Odell is really adamant about going one year, and if that's the more driving force for him over going and playing for a Super Bowl contender, because I don't know Odell's motives here. I do know that he wants to play for a Super Bowl contender, and I know he wants to play for a multi-year contract. Those are the two pieces of information that we know in the reporting here. Which one of those things does he weigh more? Now, he's already got a Super Bowl. He got it with the Rams. Now, he didn't get to finish the game, but did play in the game, made some big plays in the game, Super Bowl champion. So how important is that in relative to the multi-year deal? Whichever one of those things matters more, I think changes the direction on this. I think if it's a Super Bowl contendership more, I think Buffalo, Kansas City, and Dallas take the lead. If it's the multi-year deal, I think it's going to be San Francisco and New York because I think those are the two teams that are more willing to do that while still having playoff and Super Bowl aspirations, specifically in the case of the San Francisco 49ers. And San Francisco has already shown a willingness this season to make big moves when they feel that they need to. And so if they feel that Old Beckham Jr. helps continue to push them over the top, they're certainly going to entertain that possibility but I'm fascinated by this because we don't see these things very often we don't see a a player of this caliber that can make this kind of impact uh, that could change the direction of the playoffs in either conference be available this late into the season and so because it's taking so long and because there are all these teams involved I thought hey Friday show we'll take some time and we'll look into it because I am incredibly fascinated to see how this this plays out because I, I I agree with Odell yeah, I'd want to play for a Super Bowl contender. Did you see what I did last year? Yeah, I'd want to play for a multi-year contract. Yeah, did you see what I did last year? And I can understand the hesitation from the team side of, man, we don't know what we got here. We don't know how quickly you're going to be able to be up to speed. And so if you sign them, let's let's play this out real quick. I'm going in a bunch of different directions because the brain's just working in real time here, folks. If you are the Cowboys, the Bills, and the Chiefs, and you only want him for a one-year deal, and he signs with a one-year deal, but he doesn't live up to those aspirations, if he doesn't live up to what he did last year, it's kind of a missed opportunity. Now, it's only one year and you can get rid of it. You you know, you can move on at the end of the season. He can go someplace else. But you'd be making that move in the hopes of putting your team over the top and not doing that could be a huge blow for you. And so maybe that's the hesitation that some teams have. Is do we want to take this risk? Do we want to even go with the one year because we don't know what kind of impact he could have? 
And so this is going to be fascinating because I think the team that lands him is really going to feel like they added a major, major piece that could be the difference between a, a deep run in the playoffs and a first-round exit. And so it is going to be very fun to see. And the best part is, is it certainly looks like we are going to get an answer by the end of the month. And again, all the teams that we mentioned here in this story, uh, or in this show today, make sense for different reasons. What does Odell value the most? And what do these teams, what are these teams willing to do in order to land Odell? Going to be a fun conclusion to this. And then we get to see what Odell gets to provide to his new team. That's going to do it for the Friday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Hope everybody has a great weekend enjoying all of the football action. Thanks as always to Bet Online for their continued support of the podcast. I'll talk to everybody on Monday.